right. <clears throat> I, I should do this before we start the thing. But um, it's interesting because every time that you say uh, the condensation of of Jesus Christ, I, it gives me a chuckle. So condensation is like the the water type. Of I say it wrong. I say a lot of words wrong. I do, <laughs> and I can't think of the other ones offhand. But I know I do that. But <laughs> this one's the the condensation, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but condescension. Um. <laughs> that puts a whole different light on it, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so funny. Um. Anyway, so yeah. Um. Just kind of starting off uh, in Psalm, just kind of going through what I was able to study and opening it up for everyone else. But um, I, I really loved going through um, these ones. <clears throat> Let's see. And apparently I <laughs> lost out on where I was at. 113 verse 4 through 7. So taking a look at the the Hebrew words here. So the Lord in this case is uh, Yahweh. And, you know, because many times in the Psalm, uh, it it switches between Yahweh, Elohim, Adonai. Uh, there's various different uh, versions. But in this case, we're talking about about Yahweh um, as as this specific title applies to, to the circumstance. So Yahweh is exalted over so it's interesting because um it talks about above all nations um but this this preposition is usually translated as over instead of above um but it can also be upon or against all the nations his glory uh, can also be weight and splendor his copiousness his glory above the heavens there's a couple different Hebrew words for heavens, which we'll dive into in our Hebrew class, but um, this one means the the skies. Um, so we're not talking about uh, like pre-mortal existence or or those kind of heavens. We're talking about this earth and this sky, these heavens, kind of kind of in reference to like the spirit world, the the earth and the heavens that are here. And then the next verse. <clears throat> so who is Yahweh? Who is the Lord our God? Elohenu. And Elohenu uh, refers to the gods as in the supreme god, the magistrates, and it's a, a superlative. It's kind of like the, the utmost of the utmost gods. So who is Yahweh among all of the gods? You know, I, I don't really get that out of the English translation, but here, kind of taking a look at the, the transliteration, um, this is a very important question that um, is being asked. So who is this Yahweh among all the gods? He's the one enthroned on high. Like, how mighty is our God? <clears throat> the next verse here. And for one so mighty, so great among all the Elohim, he humbles himself. He becomes 
or becomes low, he abases himself, he humbles himself to below the heavens and the earth. So not just our earth or land, but the um, the, the spirit world as well. He, he descends below all things, below all of his creations. This super high exalted God descends below everything for us. And, and then this one is, is really interesting to me. So he does all of this. He raises the poor from the dust, mipar, which is a very interesting Hebrew word, and lifts the needy from the dump. So here's my question that I was trying to ask myself as I was studying. So here we have a, a Hebrew parallelism, like this part of the verse is very much kind of a repeat of the second part, like it, uh, it parallels each other. So what's the difference between raising and lifting? What's the difference between the poor and the needy? And what's the difference between the dust and the dump? <clears throat> so kind of taking a, a little look at that. So to, to raise someone is to stand up, to arise, to, to, to raise up. You know, there's a lot of Adam and Eve imagery throughout this whole psalm here. But to lift doesn't necessarily imply standing upon one's feet or anything, but to be high actively, to rise or to raise. Uh, versus this one that kind of has that assumption that there are legs on which to stand upon. There, there's a, a, a level being um, ascended to. And then, taking a, a look between the poor and the needy, you know, I can't say that I, I fully understand this yet, but like, I think it's so interesting because we have so many times in the scriptures when it talks about the poor and the needy and it puts them together. But yeah, what what really is the difference? I, I would say that I don't really know myself. But the poor here the, is the word doll and it's talking about dangling, weak or thin. <clears throat> so the things that are dangling that are weak and thin are made to stand, to like strengthen the weakened knees, um, uh, lift them up kind of thing. And then here, the needy, um, Ebeyon, is poor or in want, uh, as opposed to, to weak and thin. I, th I think these are just so interesting to kind of know some of these Hebrew words and makes me want to study them all the more. Like, uh, when I get our guest professors coming on, maybe I'll ask them to, <laughs> some one of them to kind of take us through those two words and contrast them. <clears throat> and then from the dust, being the dust or clay, the earth, mud, versus the dump, which is an ash heap, a refuse heap, a dunghill. So yeah, any any thoughts on that? I, th I think it's just so interesting, um, that parallelism there at the end of Psalm 113. Um, so we have, how mighty is our God? How great of a man, uh, God, he is to condescend below all things in order to raise the poor from the dust and lift the needy from the dump. Um, it, I don't know, it just took on a whole new 
uh, meaning and, and nuance for me this time. Psalm 113 is very beautiful for me now. So would you say it's not to miss anyone? We're all at different places and he reaches everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even those that, you know, it might be um, self-inflicted kind of a thing or whether we find ourselves um, the dust of the earth kind of a thing. But yeah, all different yeah. circumstances, he's there to lift us. There's no question in who he lives. He lifts everyone. Yeah. Raises and lifts before and the meeting from the dust and the dump. Everyone. Yeah, I love that. <clears throat> so, yeah, just kind of open it up. What all did you um, study? Which verses really stood out to you that um, helped you understand Jesus Christ in a better light <clears throat> from studying the condensation? <laughs> So in our first group, we got really not mired down. <laughs> That's the wrong word. I'm trying to think. We we took a a, a dive into to breath, and um, I can't even remember what did we even talk about breath in any of these scriptures, or did we just go there for no reason? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we, we did a, a deep dive on on breath and ruach and all of that. Um, oh, we were talking about like water and blood and spirit, right? Yeah. That first John 5, 6, that's, that's one we should probably, let's bring that one up. So I think it's, it's a really fun one. Um, so it says, this is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ. Not by water alone, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit who testifies to this because the Spirit is the truth. And so um, we were kind of talking about how there's the three things present at all births, right? There's water, blood, and spirit. Um, all natural births and all covenantal births. Um, all have either the real water, blood, and spirit or a metaphorical water, blood, and spirit symbolisms of it. But this week I tend to bring that picture in. That was so cool. Oh, yeah. Um, is that this one? Yeah. So on the, the next page, 72, the, the book just doesn't do it justice, does it? <laughs> the black and white. Um, but taking a look at um, the, the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ there, Found it interesting. We were just kind of studying the, the colors and, and different things, but taking a look at, because um, Jesus is, is definitely in a interesting pose, right? Where he's not necessarily cuddled up in swaddling clothes or anything, but he's he's laying on this white mat uh, with the blue corners and the zit zit, the, uh, the tassels hanging from it, very much like the, the priestly robes worn later in his life. And then on a, a red... Uh, oversized kind of cushion pillow type thing uh not necessarily a cold hard manger or, or anything like that anyway it's just a very interesting picture but um we were kind of pulling out the the blood imagery 
the water imagery and the spirit imagery out of the red, white, and blue here. And just kind of interesting. Because, um, I don't know, you, you typically see Christ in uh, the same kind of poses, swaddling clothes, manger type things, you know, the very scriptural elements. But the artist goes to, to great lengths to, to paint some symbolism here of the, this infant birth having condescended from heaven. I found that very interesting. Um, let's see. Like I said, I didn't get to any of like the restoration scriptures on these ones. I was so stuck in Psalms and, and Isaiah there that I spent all my time there. Cameron, mm -hmm. remind me talk about Galatians 4 4 about made under the law uh, yeah let's talk about that before I, I heard about that somewhere and I thought that was really interesting have... I, did we talk about that one in the the first one we might have I can't remember no uh, well no it wasn't today but in the past last week that's when I was it this class that I pulled out my I don't have that with me but what that law was and I talked about the marriage of of Mary for eternity. I think it was in this class. No, it wasn't this one. It was the it was the earlier one. Because I, I don't usually do this one, but I had a birthday party tonight for my daughter. So that's why I'm here. Mm -hmm. She's yeah. 16. Oh my heck. <laughs> it's crazy how fast I grow up, huh? Right, we go for the driving test Wednesday. <laughs> I thought that was really interesting when you when you talked about that and you brought that out, Darlene, about made under the law. Like everything has to be like in in perfect order. And that really only makes sense. Yeah. What was the other one that we were talking about the law tonight? Um, a little um, bit earlier. Oh, Romans. Oh, that was a really yeah. interesting one. Um, let me pull that one. Romans 8.3. So this one was really interesting to compare all of the different translations. So with Romans 8, because the King James kind of loses a little bit of nuance here, I think. So taking a look at the New International and New Living Translation, they, they seem to kind of bring out a lot of it says that the law of Moses was unable to save us because of the weakness of our sinful nature. So that there's there's a limit to the law of Moses, right? It, it's not the fullness. Um, it can't bring us to the full blessings that we need in order to return to God. And so, um, sorry, just a second, I forgot to turn off my notifications. Um, uh, Tracy was raising her hand a minute ago. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> I'm I'm all discombobulated. Well, <laughs> we kind of already passed it, but I was. Uh, <laughs> I have found as I do this topical guide, those end talks are just gold. Um, yeah. Bruce yeah. R. Bruce R. McConkie's that was a an original talk given from 1969, and it's actually in the new era 
1984. So it was kind of hard to find. Some oh, of them yeah, are kind of hard to find. Interesting. And the all three of those that I was able to do, the Anthony Sweat one, I, I don't have that book, so I didn't get to look at that one. But as we're studying the condescension of Christ, uh, it was the... Richard Edgeley, one that talks about the condescension of Heavenly Father and how he came down to, you know, to uh, fulfill the law of of the world. So it was, uh, they're just really good. I highly recommend. They're each about 20 minutes long. But, and they're all very similar, but it uh, really talks about the best scripture to study. It is in First Nephi, and they're all older um, talks and articles, so they're just super, super good. Uh, the first one talks about the doctrine of the divine sonship mm -hmm. conceived by the power of the Holy Ghost. I guess that might be the one where it talks about it, and I just gained such a testimony of that tonight as I was reading through that and I remember last time I read I don't always read that good stuff and I've learned now that's where there's the very best stuff because she's found some older older talks and uh, Darlene thank you so much for sending me all of that information just about the wedding at Cana it's just been a great week for me getting to read all these older older things that are kind of hidden pearls i guess we're supposed to be finding them because they're mm -hmm. just not very very openly talked about mm -hmm. yeah did you get the chart as well i did thank you so okay. much darlene <laughs> what are you sending i want this too <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I want it too. talked about in class. Um, <laughs> it's not a big secret. It's not. I'm getting special treatment. <laughs> yeah, there was one time that you had asked for something that my mom brought up or something, so she sent it to you. Yeah, it was, it's always been in class that I hear all these things, and then to, all I do is just ask. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Well, I want it. Oh, it, was a, it was a few weeks ago, so it's not like, you know, I don't want anybody to feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel bad. I just don't want to miss out. That's all. <laughs> I hear you. Same thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't remember which class it was from. It was on but, the betrayal. They all kind of meld together anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was when we was on the betrayal one. Yeah. I was talking about Hebrew today in my primary class, telling the kids, and oh, we got off topic. It was awesome because they all want to give up TV. <laughs> and so then I could talk about the idolatry class, you know, and I went I went for it. I just took it and ran. <laughs> These are little eight, nine, ten year olds, okay guys. <laughs> there's some that, that really do get it and and, and they're they get it yeah it's so exciting 
In fact, all the stuff Darlene taught me, I think next week is the wedding at Cana. And I'm like, oh, what am I going to say? <laughs> <laughs> They're going to go go home and give their parents an earful on that one. <laughs> well, and I'll just, I'll just have Darlene's wonderful documentation. Like, I'm not talking out of the side of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. It's very interesting, but yeah, like a, a great point on <laughs> the footnotes, right? The footnotes are where it's yeah, at. Yeah, the footnotes are golden. <laughs> um, there for a while okay. for the first. Okay, wait a minute. Are you going to share these things somewhere? Where am I going to find them? Uh huh. Yeah, my mom can send them to you. She'll <laughs> send them to everyone that's here tonight. Thank you. Thank you. I would love them. <laughs> All right. Yeah, do you want another book club? To, <laughs> do not, me, yeah. me, my mom and I are going through that book club and we're recording the sessions right now. <laughs> what book club? Um, on the Holy Grail. Oh, <laughs> uh, what day are you doing that? <laughs> we, we've slowed down to a stop because <laughs> we're a little busy. He, he's, he's so busy, it's crazy. Yeah, the Holy Grail. <laughs> When resume that it's going to be good discussions mm. oh so you haven't started it yet we got one on, on there so we're kind of doing it like the the cosmism podcast where we oh, okay we record me and her just talking about it oh, and then okay. um because <laughs> there's just too much homework for everybody to to do all the time and stuff so um we're kind of doing it as like a podcast and then we'll open it up so that people that are listening to the podcast can then come on uh, like a, a Zoom session every once in a while and kind of talk about some of the things and stuff. Because this book is really hard to find. Um, like I've been keeping my eye out trying to get another copy and I can't get it. Um, but anyway, it's like, I don't know, like a hundred bucks now on if you can find it. But, oh, wow. Have you done a do you have some of the podcasts on learning zion just for the holy grail have i posted them didn't we post one the first one might be on there i can't remember i was just poking around in there today and i i did find new stuff but i didn't don't remember seeing that i just remember seeing the first two podcasts Mm -hmm. yeah it it might be i'll I'll take a look and stuff but (laughs) <laughs> we what one did we record was it chapter three and we, it was two and but you we were both so dumb at it i mean i we're so glad that that one <laughs> wasn't in front of people but we we're, we're like do redo Let, let's do a retake well, let's take a breather and come back do this one <laughs> it's <was> so funny <laughs> we were both looking at each other like what are we even talking about <laughs> <laughs> We might be a little busy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> too funny. Oh, I know. I don't understand how you guys do all you do because I'm I'm having trouble keeping up. Yeah, uh, me too. I'm kind of. I'm, I'm not going to burn out. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm not complaining, but. <laughs> but yeah, it, there's a little bit, especially with like family history. You guys know I'm all into family history and stuff right now, and that's taken every ounce of my energy at the minute. <laughs> So anyone that wants the that info on the marriage at Cana and stuff, put your email in in the chat. Well, I've got everyone's email. I'll 
so that you yeah, can just getting to hold of you and getting that something. I could have it right here. Send it out tonight. I could, I okay. could help send it out too because I know right where it is and all that. Okay, yeah. So if you want to put it in chat and then they can send it out real quick. Cameron, are you doing Roots Tech this year? Yeah. Yeah, I did it last year and I'm doing it this year. But this year's in person finally. <laughs> nice. And then my my expo is this weekend. Um, so I've uh, me and um, uh, another friend here um are putting on a seven stake activity uh where we're doing like a mini roots tech for our seven stakes and we have oh wow lot lots of consultants coming and stuff we've got i don't know <laughs> we're expecting anywhere between 300 and 600 people so <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it's gonna be a, a fun one but i'm like stressed to the max trying to get ready for for that one that's why i haven't done as much with my homework on topical guide <laughs> Anyways, back to the <laughs> little bit of a diversion. Sorry, we left for station identification. <laughs> but yeah, like those footnotes and everything there for a yeah. while, <laughs> because I those footnotes, yes. But there's also above that gray box, uh, there's also the C also um, uh -huh. few different ones there. I was missing those on the first. Know, three or four entries of the topical guide. I didn't notice those little footnotes in there, but those are really interesting to to pull into those uh, as well. They are. Wait, but, you yeah. just what are you talking about footnotes in this page seventy three above the gray box? This there's a little line that says "see also," just right in our book. Mm -hmm. Page seventy three. Oh, what they end, you mean? Mm -hmm. Where it talks about Ruth, um, McConkie and Edgley Persnick? Yeah, so above that, there's a gray box. And then just above that gray box, there's a... Oh, I got it. See, also. Well, that's just like really hidden there. The heck? Yeah. <laughs> so make sure you incorporate all of those little footnotes right, into your study as well. But yeah, they're just like so small there. I was missing them the first few entries, but um, pulling those in were, were really helpful. But yeah, I just kind of based on time, I haven't been doing all the extracurriculars like the, the conference talks at the end. But <laughs> yeah, you were saying those ones are good. And then uh, Steve yeah, was saying that the Anthony Sweat chapter was really good. So this chapter five. Uh-huh. Yeah. He said that on the Deseret Bookshelf app, um, it, yeah. it's free on there. And he was reading chapter five and it was really good. Oh. Do, you have that, do you have that book, Cameron? Uh, just on, on the bookshelf. I haven't read yeah. it, though. Does anybody have a copy of it? Could, you, could it get that chapter be scanned and put in our discussion group to look at? Yeah, for sure. Um, so like on the, the Deseret Bookshelf, I can just like copy paste. So it should be pretty easy. Oh, cool. That would be awesome. And it, will you put it under condescension then? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. I was that's I was looking at the website and it only had it only goes up to 12. Oh, yeah. So um yeah, I, I put those first bulk on there and then changed how I was okay. doing it. So yeah, they'll just come out as we're we're doing it. Will they come out into the same spot? uh-huh yeah okay okay so there's two just... different ways to upload a a lesson in that that 
website kind of thing. And so I was trying the bulk feature and I did the first 12. Um, okay. And so the, the next ones will be different. They'll just be as we're getting on them. Okay. Got it. But yeah. But yeah I love that website. Were... I like go when I can't sleep sometimes, I go in there and put something on. <laughs> <laughs> Have you listened I to the Cosmism podcast? The the intro I've, music to the Cosmism. <laughs> I've listened to bits and pieces of them. I I haven't got through all of them yet. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, you're totally good. <laughs> I love them though. <laughs> There's so many things on there to listen to. <laughs> there really is. We were going through. And there. then I I go in and there's all this new stuff and I'm like, wait, when did that get in there? And we kind of sneak in some, some <laughs> I know you do. You sneak stuff Easter in. eggs every once in a while, don't we? If we're paying attention. <laughs> Just wait. Attention. When I'm done with all of the family history stuff, I'm gonna I have lots of little other little side projects that I'm gonna be sneaking in there. <laughs> Good. Um Yes, where were we? So you were talking about the Bruce R. McConkie and and those ones. Um, it seemed like the first three you can find in the Gospel app pretty easily just by searching. That first one you have to search for mm -hmm. to pull it up, and then it pulls right up. Yeah, I was surprised though it was from 1969, and he's all talking last days hardcore you know it was cool mm -hmm. i find it so interesting not to get on another tangent sorry but like there's kind of a few different groups of people right that are trying to uh take mcconkey in different ways right that oh he was wrong about some things and so he's he's not a super credible source and then there's some that are um in the different camp of well he's experiencing all of the things of the prophets of old and he's got lots of great stuff and then you have the same kind of discussions with like brigham young right well he was wrong on adam god theory and this and that and race and the priesthood and all that kind of stuff and so he must not be you, you got to consider when he's talking as a prophet, when he's talking as a man kind of thing. But right. in both cases, like some of the best talks, some of the most profound doctrine is from those those two sources there, McConkie and, and Brigham Young. Right. Uh, and they always tie back to, to true principles that Joseph Smith was always teaching all the way along. So <laughs> it's very interesting. I, I find um, those not arguments little, little tiffs uh here and there you know like just kind of interesting to, to to play into things so like satan's always trying to attack truth right and so he's always trying to get us distracted in in the weeds when um like you said mcconkey's talk here um his final conference talk is like amazing like anyway there there's some real amazing things coming out of um his his conference talks. I forget where I was at. I was looking up one of the scriptures, but I can't remember which one it was. Oh, it's in this other window. Romans. That was the one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you guys are getting my scattered brain tonight. <laughs> I'm all over the place. 
Um, Romans. Yeah, so the the law in this one. So Romans 3 uh, to 4. So that the law of Moses was unable to save us because of the weakness of our sinful nature. I thought that was such an in, uh, a great translation of the concept that um, is being spoken of here in, in Romans. So because that the law was unable to do it, God did what the law could not do. He sent his own son in a body like the bodies we sinners have. And in that body, God declared an end to sin's control over us by giving his son as a sacrifice for our sins. So like you were talking about there with Bruce R. McConkie, or it might have been Angelus, I can't remember which one you were saying, that God also condescended in uh, in a way in order to provide a sacrifice. So he's sacrificing his son as well as the son's own sacrifice for us. And so I found uh, this one in Romans very interesting um, how the King James portrays it versus some of these other translations. I think that there's a lot of benefit to comparing things side by side. Yeah. <clears throat> and... Let's let's do that one. You were saying that um, in those talks that it always comes back to the first Nephi, right? Like if you really want to understand the condescension. Yeah. It's first the Nephi. first Nephi. Let's see. Let me find it. Oh, it might not be listed. Is it um, 11, 16 through 17? Knowest thou the condescension of God? No. It was like 18, I think. It's when Nephi's going through the tree of life. It wasn't that one, though. It's not even on here. But all three of those talks go through that. Mm -hmm. It repeats three times. <laughs> Interesting. Like, and it's the most accurate, precise explanation of it, of the condescension. Yeah. Also, it was talking a lot about Joseph Smith and his final hours. And I just wrote this down by the finest moments, the most significant developments in furthering the kingdom are often purchased with the greatest trials, sufferings, and condescension. And I'm going to start saying Darlene's word. <laughs> and to me, it's just Isaiah's ladder. By descending, we ascend from all of that was what I'm learning there. And then it gave a lot of words um, for I've got Darlene's word stuck in my brain. Condescension. There we go. Descend, love, mercy, grace, suffering, submission, obedience, service, sacrifice, redeem, humility, minister, judged, slain. Mm. Powerful. And then we can all say, well done, good and faithful servant. Those are just some of my little notes of 
oh, it was so good. Mm-hmm. I got done and then I thought class was on and I came on and I was coming on to the end of your other class. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to bring that one up. Okay, Enzyme 1984, because you said the other one was kind of hard to find in the 69, right? It's actually in the New Era 1984, so just just search it by its Behold the Condescension of God, Bruce R. McConkie, 1984, and it'll come up. Okay, just the 1984, because yeah, I typed in Enzyme, New Era, nothing coming up i I typed in the title i went first to the new era night or the ensign 1984 and it wasn't there so in that screen that's where i started the search okay and then it pulled right up and then i was like holy cow it's from 1969 but it was put into the new era magazine so somewhere that might just be a typo there Mm -hmm. i don't know and it's yeah, interesting I'm... to know all of those talks are December talks. December, December, December. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting to me to kind of do the birth and condescension back to back and like right. what the difference is and, and how we can kind of take both of those and, and come uh, understand more about Christ in those ways. Oh, and the lectures on faith are in there too. That yeah. was another thing that was pretty exciting. Don't you find so that those good. are coming up more and more all the time now Everywhere. that you have them mm-hmm. under your belt? Yes, little pearls and and it comes into more focus for me each little pearl that comes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Pretty exciting. I get pretty tickled by it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you find it? <laughs> like everything that I'm searching is just pulling up somebody referencing it. Okay, I'll see if I can put, find a link and do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna yeah. go. <laughs> I it drives I me. I have a hard time finding that nuts to no end when i can't find something because like i mean oh, like I'm, I'm a techie person like i should be able to find stuff. <laughs> and anyway it, it's i'm just, not because <laughs> <laughs> like i found thousands of people that are quoting it saying this is the best talk and nobody has the actual one and i'm trying to find it on the church website like it shouldn't be that hard let me just try manually church of jesus christ go to uh gospel library and to magazines and I can behold the condescension of God it says it's in the new era right right that's it okay I couldn't find the new era listed in the magazine so as I said it's it's a wrong citation there for the strength of youth and then once you're in the first strength of youth then you can click on the old new eras and then anyway i put the link oh, okay. in the, the chat there find did you the, find it <laughs> yeah the the okay. new era version of it anyway 
Okay, so now the last one on the last topic we did, there was another one like that too. You go in to look at it because they're super old and it's not there. Oh yeah, which one was that? Because that one was such a hard one to find. Um, because it was supposed to be in the the BYU library. It's on page fifty eight, so it's Daniel Sarah's three motifs in early Christian oil anointing. I've asked like some of my BYU friends to like go to the library and get it. And they say that they don't have it. They don't have access to it anymore. Even like in person, you can't go out and request it. So now, is it? (laughs) I don't know why we're trying to hide things anymore. (laughs) But yeah, I'm surprised a Google search wouldn't just bring up that, that new era talk there. But anyway. It's in the chat. It's, it's a girl. It's the mysteries we're supposed to yeah. serve. <laughs> persist, persist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that Nephi, that's the one I was trying quit, to do. Quit copying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> quit copying right there. First Nephi. Mm-hmm. In his talk, he seems to be quoting First Nephi 11 quite a bit. Okay, my bad. See if there's any others there, but but yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to go and read that talk then. <laughs> you won't be disappointed, I promise. Yeah, <laughs> all three of awesome. them. Good nuggets there. In the first one, it's the night the really old one. It's the robot voice that reads it to you. So, Neffy. <laughs> <laughs> Cracks you up when she reads it. Tracy's a character. He's that older lady. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remembered who it was. <laughs> um, let's see. Anything else? <laughs> My brain's like <laughs> all over the place. I'm so sorry. Oh golly! After like next it. week, I'll have my brain back. I'm I'm thinking. <laughs> well, I just. I guess the other thing I take away is I have I cry almost every sacrament meeting just each time I study I'm realizing the suffering he went through and I still don't think I fully understand because one of the talks said he he did most of his suffering in Gethsemane so most of his suffering I mean he descended below all things, and I think even further below than we can even comprehend. Well, I think we just have no idea how much he suffered for us. Yeah. Like, we're like, yeah, 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 this happened. We know, we know. But I don't think people get it, that it was way more than <laughs> we can even understand. You know, uh, when you say that, about uh, what 10 years ago I had a I was in an accident I was tying my horse up and to the trailer and I put the uh, lead rope in half and put it through the d-ring of the trailer and then grabbed the, the loop of it the horse spooked and she reared up and it it actually severed my whole hand off oh my goodness uh, yeah it yeah and they it was hanging just by some a little bit of skin they, they sewed it back on, you know, but I lost two of my fingers. I mean, it was a long process, but in the beginning when, after they had 
put things back together and then they were trying to get all the dead skin off and all all that you know so they could go in and do more surgery to take tissue off of my hip to put on top of it they had to do it was like a total transplant they considered it a transplant because they had to use a of a artery to hook into my hand but going through that when I remember going into the doctor's office and sitting there and them take you know getting all the dead skin off and sitting there and sweating so bad it hurt so bad that when I stood up from just sitting on the table you know they have the paper on it it was sopping wet I was drenched and when I think of that I think of when they say you know he blood came from every pore I I just know what I felt like when it was I was sweating from every pore and how bad that hurt to multiply that over and more than that it just I have a tiny bit of what happened, teeny tiny, uh, but it just, I think of every time when, you know, they talk about how, you know, he bled from every pore and I just go, I remember sweating from every pore and how bad I hurt. I can't even imagine what more it would have been for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm <laughs> fairly sheltered compared to uh, anything painful or or agony in, in any sort of way I can't even fathom what that must be like and stuff but so interesting um that that experience there of, of sweating from every pore and and how um that can connect us in in very empathetic ways to that huh oh definitely I just I remember them saying, when you come back the next time, take a pain pill before. And I'm like, I don't want to, I want to be, a, I know I'm supposed to, but I don't want to get hooked on them. And, you know, it was all that going back and forth on that too. And But it just, every time I go back to that place, because that's the only thing I can even compare any type of pain that he had. And if we compare that to everybody else in the world, because he took on every person's pain and sorrow and you know you think of the sorrow of, of losing family members that you know pass away and their grief that you you have he took on all that and you know I've, I've lost two children and I imagine that grief too so you put them in there and it just the empathy that my heart just is like wow I I can't even believe that somebody would do that for me mm-hmm. yeah Kind of going back to that that psalm that kind of echoes that of how great is our God, and He chose to to take that on for us and do that. Very amazing. Absolutely. I look forward to the day in in ways right <laughs> when when the full impact and and realization of that can fully descend upon me like i mean it'll i I just understand the tiniest little bit of it i I can't even imagine a full grasp of what he went through and uh, understanding that to its biggest extent and then you think of his mother because you know any mother has a child 
your worst nightmare is something happening to them. Yeah. And and seeing it, witnessing it, and not right. being able to do anything about it. Yep. Not just having to stand there and not be able to that that's the pain she had to go through also just that's why, that's why you need to go watch the chosen Cameron. It gives a pretty oh good description of they they have this little encounter and he's kind of letting his mom know it's almost time and she's like oh no not yet because she kind of I don't know it just gives you that visual of what she went through you know knowing what yeah. was going to happen you got to go watch it it'll ball your eyes out though I promise <laughs> do I need any more tears <laughs> it's, it's so good it's uh -huh. good it's excellent I just um, uh, downloaded, copied that "Behold the, Con the Condescension of God" and put it in a Word document. If you'd like me to email that to you, Cameron, you can email it out to yeah. everybody else. Okay. That'd yeah. be great. Perfect. Yeah. Thank I'd you. That's a, a fun email this week. Got <laughs> 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 yeah, lots of fun things. Because it's a long one. It's like all of these talks are about eighteen minutes. Yeah, yeah, this is five pages. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well <laughs> worth it though, y'all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what all like you mom, you're sending out all of your stuff separately, right? So mm -hmm. she'll send that out and then I'll take Steven's um Word document and then I'll copy and paste Anthony Sweat's book, the that chapter five part there, and send that out to us as well awesome mine's in two different emails um because the one is all about the wedding at cana and then the other one is about mary anointing his feet and head for burial and the family relationship there between huh. her and judas iscariot and martha yeah, condescension without looking did you already send that out, Darlene? I don't see it. No, I I can't concentrate till. But as oh, soon okay. as I'm, as soon as I'm done with this thing, I'm not a I'm not a great multitasker. No, or anything. You gave it on the camera, and there's no need to to apologize for that. We're just happy you're sending it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody that listens to this one back or whatever will be like, send us the email. Sorry, you got to come to class. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> yeah. I sent it, Cameron. All right. There it is. <laughs> Yeah, that'll be great. I'll send that out right after. All right. Well, for next week, we'll do number 14, Jesus Christ Creator. And I believe I was going to look this up between classes, but um, God Creator. So after number 14, we're going to bring number 57 in. 
um, just right after so that we can take a look at them side by side. So the first one is Jesus Christ creator. And then number 57 is God creator. And so okay. if, uh, compare and contrast both of those uh, two. That would be fun. Where it is it? Open right to it. Yeah. That would be good. <clears throat> yeah, there's a couple of the different ones where it kind of yes needs to, to be compared. To, like um, number 59, the Jehovah one. We're going to do 26 and 59 together as well. Super. Well, I mean, back to back, not together. But, but yeah, so yeah, we'll see everyone next week for number 14. Um, if anybody missed it, <laughs> uh, I miscalculated. <laughs> so my expo is on Saturday, so we won't have our normal Hebrew, or not, sorry, our normal Isaiah decoded. Oh, okay. Isaiah Institute one. <laughs> but I'll send out the email here in a second, too, as well. Okay. Oh, yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Wait, Cameron, will you send me the link for that? Because mm -hmm. I had to switch days because I in young women's, and then they switched my days that we do our activity night. So I'm I'm all messed up. So I want to <laughs> try and do it on Saturdays on yours. Oh, I tell you, we have had some of the best discussions on this modern idolatry book. It has been so good. I'll send you the videos as well. Oh, thank you. I just, I just, I oh, had some minutes just been all over the place trying to get organized on my days that they're doing everything now. And it's a, it's a mess. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I thought Isaiah decoded was excellent last year, but oh my gosh, modern idolatry is like, like some of the best discussions. Anyway, oh, yeah. I'll send you all this stuff. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, you have to listen to that one. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, yeah, we'll see everyone when we see you. <laughs> we see some of you more than others. <laughs> if not, we'll catch you next week. <laughs> All right. Thank All right. you. Bye. Good night, everybody. Bye. -bye. Good night.